And um, yeah, I, I guess if I can kind of do like the first, you know, initial intro and we can like get started with the actual thing. But I mean, this is Jacob Joseph. This is our ninth uh, get Inside Gas Money podcast and Gas Money Mentions. And basically we're going to talk about, you know, you going to school at Western, um, your goals and aspirations, and then also what inspired you to kind of be motivated and work hard in life. So I guess just starting out like, I don't really know a whole lot about you. We've had conversations where like, you know, I definitely saw that you're a very motivated guy. You work hard. But I guess where did that all start? Like when did you or did you always were you always like that? This is how important. So like my dad, right? He's been in business since I've been alive. 20, 20 years, which I'm 20. So literally when when my mom was in labor, he actually like went off and did his own thing, which was like very risky, but at thankfully ended up working out. So my whole life, that's what I grew up around. Like my mom worked, she's part-time, but she was supposed to take care of us. So like just growing up, like I always saw like my dad like doing his own thing. And I just like that like like that was like normal to me. Like like people working for someone else, like that was like different. Like that was weird for me because I wasn't used to that. So like my whole life, I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own my own business, I'm gonna do my own thing. Like that's that's all that's, that's all I know. Thankfully, my dad did that because I, I don't know if I would be like this if he wasn't. But um, when I seriously started getting like, like, all right, like, let's pick it up. It's always been there. Um, I had a mentor when I was like 15 or 16. He owns a, uh, a financial institution where he like advises people with their money. Very, very smartest guy I've ever met. And he told me, taught me everything I know about money. And uh, that kind of just like started me off on like investing. And and like and just taught me how to fundamentally do it right, what to pick, what not, easy stuff, simple stuff, simple path to wealth. And then, but to but in the last, I'd say eight months, that's when I I, I started doing wholesaling my real estate business that I do now. I, I think I did that like seven or eight months ago. And that's when I seriously started getting motivated was because uh, I found something I loved. Like you know, in school, like. School's a joke. That's a different story for a different time. But so, like, I just don't take it serious. I can't get motivated. But as far as business goes, it just, like, when I really realized, like, hey, this is something I want to, like, do for the rest of my life, it was just, like, why, like, why not give it your all? Well, when I found someone I did love and I have a path for and I know, like, the vision, I'm all in now. So there's no going back. And that's something that kind of develops, like you said, um, you had that from a young age. And like, for me, it was a lot different. Like I didn't really get into business until I entered college. And Austin and I started gas money, like in high school, I think we were 16 and 17. And my entire like life plan was to become an actuarial scientist and do statistics for businesses. And I had like my whole entire career planned out. And then all of a sudden, Austin and I start this business and I'm like, wow, this is sick. Like you have all these freedoms, you can be your own boss, you don't have to work for people. And like that really just created that passion and uh, kind of like you said, once you have that passion for it, you, you don't want to go back. Like that's the only available option that you see. For us, I don't know about you, but like it doesn't really feel like work. Like I know you're, yeah, you're on the grind, you're working, but like a lot of people hate their job. And I mean, Austin and I, we half the stuff we do, like a majority of stuff we do, we don't get paid for it. Like it's literally just to help the business, but. It's probably the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And more to, more on top of that. It, and But that's what what's so rewarding for me about business is like, like, so for example, I have a proper, so you guys know what wholesaling is to start off. You guys know what that is? Yeah. Go ahead and explain it though for the listeners. 
So yeah, so just for like like a little step by step, it's as simple as this. Okay, so I go to Austin. I'm like, hey Austin, uh, I want to buy your house. Okay, Jacob, I'll sell you my house. Okay, great. We agree on a price. Okay, Austin, I want to buy your house for a hundred grand cash. Perfect. Okay, we sign a purchase agreement. Okay, and now once I have the purchase agreement, I have the rights to the property, right? So what I do is I go. I have like a big database of like people I've like been connected with, and it's Facebook groups that I'm in. I reach out to people called cash buyers, people that buy homes for cash. And I say, Hey, I got a deal, you know, and so-and-so and uh, I'm, I'm selling it for 90 or 150,000. And let's say I find Robert and Robert's like, yeah, Jacob, I'll buy it for 150,000. So I assign that contract, which essentially means I'm giving my rights to now Robert to purchase the property at 150, but I got it for a hundred. And then at closing, what happens is that Robert would wire 150 grand Hundred it would go to the seller because that's what we originally agreed to. Then the remaining balance, which would be fifty grand, would go to me. So that's like a dumbed down version. There's multiple ways to do it, but I'm not going to get into all that. It's just it's be too hard to explain. But that's the premises of it. And um, uh, uh, there's just so much work that goes into getting that contract. You know, like like for example, you know, so a way I source leads is I, I drive around in neighborhoods like distressed neighborhoods. And I, uh, there's an app called driving for dollars and you can like click on the houses and then you save them into a database. And then you go home and you cl- have like a big list and you skip tracing and skip tracing is like, you give them your ad, like, like you pay 15 cents to get a phone number out. And then I do that and I call those people and it takes a long time to get a deal. But I mean, when you do get one, you get paid. So, it, but more do you say like, it just, what I'm trying to say is that it, there's just so much work behind it until you actually get paid. You know, it's, it's, that's what people don't understand. They're like, Oh yeah, I was getting paid. No, it's, it's, it's a process to get paid. Exactly. And that's, that's another thing, you know, with like anybody that's in some sort of a business or like has an entrepreneurial mind. I mean, you have to have that sales mind. You have to be able to sell yourself. You have to be able to sell your service. And that's, you know, you understanding entrepreneurship and, you know, even just talking to, let's, an example, you know, going to the bars at Western and, you know, meeting some new people and, you know, there's always that question of, oh, what do you do or where do you go? So, you know, obviously I always, you know, have to bring up gas money and, you know, we started whatever, give it a little spiel. And it's, it's almost like, you know, people's, the majority of people's eyes will light up because they always think, oh man, you know, this guy's getting paid, like he's in business, like, and it's, it's crazy to me how, and we have this conversation all the time, Rob and I, like, it's crazy how social media has made that, you know, made entrepreneurship, made business and, you know, real estate and, uh, you know, owning a, a tech company, a startup. It's made that look like cooler than, than it actually feels and that it actually is in that time. So it's like, yes, we love it. And, you know, yes, you love doing what you're doing. But at the same time, you know, people almost think that all of these things that we're doing is like a get rich quick kind of thing. And it's it's there's a lot more work, like you were saying. I don't know if you, you know, have an experience on that or anything like that. Yeah. So I, it's just as simple as that. I mean, like the only business, the only business when it says I mean, it's the only business I've ever seen like a working business, like an investing business. That is like a get rich quick is life insurance. I'm not even joking. My best friend for two, yeah, three of my best friends 
they make over 200 grand a year and they're younger than me and they're killing it they're murdering it and they did they started like 18 18 months ago my my one buddy made 100 grand last year so he just doubled his money this year so um and uh it's about a new bmw so it's pretty cool but um no but it, it i just it's like if it was that easy everyone would do it one two when i read this in a book it's like if you're talking about it like well now like to our like the book was had like in like the 80s but like to our standards now like they said if it's being talked about at like the you know annual christmas party it's too late now if it's being talked about on social media it's, it, it's just too late like it's just like Airbnbs, great idea, great idea, but the market's so saturated now. And there's still a huge market for this. There's money to be made everywhere, but the premise is it, it's not like you can get in and, you know, make it, you know, make it work instantly because there's so many. It's just, just like you said, it's just perception. Because now with social media, everyone just thinks, oh, yeah, you're rich. You do real estate? Oh, great. That's it's never like that. Exactly. And another thing, too, like, getting into wholesaling i've seen like a ton of guides on social media and stuff like people be like oh buy my course it's you gotta do this step this step this step there's so many gurus bro yeah everybody's a master at this stuff apparently huh yeah exactly and like my questioning was like did you how did you learn about wholesaling was it like through a friend through a book through a post what got you into it yeah so long story short i've always wanted to own land since i've been like a little boy um, partially because I grew up on two acres and it had like 70 or 80 acres behind us. We didn't own it. Um, but I, I would always go back there and like rip like my quads and just like, it was just nature. It, it, it's gorgeous. You know, it's, it's just, it's like, damn, I, I'd love to own that. Right. Um, I always knew I wanted to own land, but it was just kind of one of those things, you know, like that you say like, Hey, I want this, but it's just, it's just back here, but it's not up here. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, I, I, I was, um, it was last year, like first semester. I was like, dude, I was like, screw this, bro. I'm gonna buy rental property. So I started looking into it, started like walking properties. I got an agent, started, I walked like three or four properties, super serious, right? They had no idea what the hell I was doing. And even if I didn't know what the hell I was doing, I didn't have money. I didn't have money. And um, so I was like, all right, I need to like slow down. So when I found wholesaling on this podcast, um, and uh, I was just like, this is like fake. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Because like, like, it does sound fake. I'm not going to lie. And it sounds illegal, but it's not. Um, and uh, it just worked my interest because I knew what I wanted. And I knew this could get me there. Um, and that is real estate investing is very simple. Right? Very simple. You have to know how to buy right, which is the most important part. You have to know the market and, you know, where it's going, you know. It's going to get more, you know, worse, better, whatever population growth. And, uh, you know, you got to have the right people in place or else it's all going to crumble, all going to crumble. And you got to have connections. See, so, and I knew through wholesale, I could do all that. I could, you know, work on my, you know, understanding areas like, you know, values, uh, how to, you know, score under market value deals. Because wholesalers get the lowest of the low, the lowest of the low. That's how we make our money. And, um, and there's another fundamental value I learned is how to negotiate and how to deal with people, like not just sellers, but buyers as well. So yeah, it, it's, it's telling me everything I need to know. And I, I'm going to buy, I'm on, I'm on pace to buy my first rental property this summer. So looking forward to that for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, 
And I mean, just to expand off of that a little bit, like you said, you know, learning how to do all of those things that you're trying to work on, like where, you know, you said you read books, um, listen to podcasts, like where are you trying to learn just from straight up experience, like on the job experience, you know, trial and error. Obviously that might be the easiest way to learn, but at the same time you might screw up, you know, good deals by doing that. So I guess where, where are you trying to learn, uh, some of those attributes? Like, are are you asking like, like how I'm trying to learn, like, like what I'm doing every day to get, to get smarter? That, you know, communication skills, um, you know, negotiation skills, all those things. Yeah. So I, um, I'm a very, 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 very good talker and I always will be. And I always have been, but I realized like, it's just like, it's just like that one kid that's super talented, but you know, five star recruit, but then gets to college and drops off. It's because he's a, he's not a hard worker. It's black and white. You just don't hear about it because he's a nobody now. And it's the same thing with me. Like I realized like I'm super, I, I can, I can have a conversation with anybody about anything at any time, anywhere. But, uh, there's a new strategy implemented in my business. that's going to make me so much more money and, uh, it's actually going to help a lot more people. Most importantly. Um, but I realized I'm like, dude, I'm like, I, I can't just do this on my phone. I, I, I have to practice. So I DoorDash and uh, when I DoorDash, I just take like 30 minutes. I just like talk out loud and like I, I pitch it to someone like an imaginary person, obviously. But and like, that helps me a lot because like then I pitch it and like, I got I sound fine. I sound good. I got I still got stuff to work on. But that's one thing I try to work on is like repetition, like just literally putting in the reps, just simple stuff like that. I read. I try to read every day. I don't do it every day, though. I try my best. I just read before this um, podcast religiously. I really don't like music anymore. I only Drake, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Drake and Frank Sinatra, those are my boys. Um, so, but, um, but one thing I really want is just to surround myself with more people like me. Um, because I, cause I, cause I realize I'm like, you are your environment a, but B like, I want to be around people that are way smarter, way, way richer than me. Just because I mean, naturally I'm going to float up to their level and I'm going to, you know, as you guys know, so. What I'm doing, I'm really just trying to educate myself with the podcast, read as much as I can. I try to get on the phone with people that are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more smarter than me as much as possible. Whenever I'm home from school, I'm always scheduling meetings. I had like three meetings over break. Um, so it's, it's just nice to connect with people that are on a completely different level than you. Uh, it kind of like makes you realize where you need to be. Yeah. And it comes down to this quote we always talk about. Basically, your net worth is your network. Um, and- I not agree more. It's who, not how. Cool now. That's how I do yeah. stuff. You think I do this stuff? I, I just find something. I find someone who knows how to do it and they help me. And yeah. like a great guy itself. No, I, yeah, dude, I completely understand that. And when I, when I went to school too, I did the exact same thing. You know, I would try to figure it out here and there. I would know basically, you know, a little about a lot, but you know, to be able to get good grades, like, especially when you're doing all this other stuff, like, that's kind of my next conversation point that I want to get into. Like most people at this age and, you know, at the point in life where you're at, at college, you know, you don't see somebody doing something like this or owning a business or, or even starting anything or having, you know, a full-time job. So, you know, what, what is your experience, I guess, at Western and with the people there? And then also you're, I believe you're still in a fraternity. So like, with that being said, how does that also play into 
you know, your connections or are you benefiting from that? I mean, just just how does that feel? Because we we've never really talked to anybody on a deeper level about being in a frat because, um, you know, you always get the perception of like, oh, it's a frat guy. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I guess what are your thoughts on on all that? Yeah, yeah. So Western's uh Western's a very unique place. Um, I can't speak for facts on this, what I'm about to say, but I think it was a lot more different and better before COVID. Cause I came um in twenty twenty. So like right in the middle of it, around right, right at the tail end, but still lingering, you know, with all those BS rules. Um it kind of shocked the place, man, because like I- I've talked to alumni before I even went and they were like talking like it was like the end all be all and I and I've and I've seen pictures like um we used to have this thing called house crawl and dude there was literally a video I saw of 2019 they had to bring the SWAT team in and they had to gas people out of their own houses like gas and like concussions and stuff crazy like I'm like swear to God like it looked like it looked like the Lions won the Super Bowl. Like it was unbelievable. <laughs> and we didn't even have that my freshman or sophomore year and we had it last year but it was i mean it was fun don't get me wrong but it, it was nothing like it was um uh so i mean in that aspect I, I, it's a little underwhelming but i mean you know the only reason the only reason i went here because i i love michigan state i go there a lot i have all my friends there um because i wanted to meet new people you know and and, and i thought about it in advance i'm like hey these are my best friends. I stay in good connection with everybody I love. And, um, you know, I, I want to go meet new people and just do, 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 do something different, you know? Um, but, and then when I got here, I was like, you know, this is kind of tough to meet people like during COVID. And I'm like, I don't know. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to rush a fraternity. Well, I did. And that was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Um, and uh, it's just cool, you know? I, I mean, like, it, it's like, I don't, I don't think I'm superior because of it. I don't think I'm special because of it, but I do know I'm a part of a very, very special group of people that goes beyond just my, uh, my fraternity's chapter at Western Michigan, which is, I think the coolest part is because I went on spring break and I met like, I met actually a lot of brothers, but I was taking a, I was going to the bathroom at this bar and I just looked at this guy and, uh, we sure have a conversation. He's a, he's a SIG and I'm, uh, like at and and like North Carolina, I'm like, oh shit, bro, I'm a second. Why should we sat at the bar for like an hour and had a drink? You know, it's 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 just stuff like that. Like we can, you know, be strangers, but like we will always have that, you know, in common. And you can bond off it really well, really well. And uh, I met some cool people from real estate through Sigma Chi as well. I'd say real um the uh. Aspect of being a fraternity, the biggest perk besides like the long term brotherhood with the people you actually did it with is definitely the connections. Um, and those people will literally vouch for you on any level, like any level. Like if they see you're a SIG and you're applying for a job, 100% hired. 100%. I know I would. So, I mean, I know you. Like I don't know you, but I, I know the kind of person that you are. So, it, yeah. And Western's not, I don't really want to be here in college, but I mean, I'm just sticking it out. So, Maybe I'll get lucky and I'll, I'll uh, hit the lottery and I can drop out this summer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but yeah, it's like that brotherhood aspect. And I mean, I haven't ever been in a frat. Like I thought about rushing and just with gas money and with school and everything, like especially in my freshman and sophomore year, I wasn't as, I didn't have the same mindset of that I do today. 
And um, I don't know, to me, it, it seemed like a big time commitment. But looking back, like, I didn't realize the value and the connections and the network and the brotherhood behind it. And if I could go back, I feel like I would want to try it out. But I mean, I, res- I respect it. Yeah, it's it's not for everybody also. So it's there. It was definitely a great experience. Uh, I wouldn't do the rushing process again, but yeah, but uh, it was uh, I'm happy I did it. You know, I really am. And uh, it's cool to see like other people coming in, like in lower punch classes than me. And it's just like, it's like you see what they're going through. You're like, wow, like I did that. You know, it's pretty cool. So, and then for your, like your college major, is that related to at all what you're doing, or are you just kind of doing a general one? So when I was 14, I made the decision I wanted to be a financial advisor, and that's all I wanted to do. And then, um, so I'm in school for finance, and that was a great idea. I, I had a plan that was on my own firm, and because the biggest thing with me is like making money with your money in my personal opinion my personal opinion is the easiest thing to do on earth i mean if you have a dollar if you have two dollars take one and invest it and then save 50 cents of the other dollar and then spend your 50 cents it's just it's just that simple and um uh, but it puzzles me how people are so just blinded like a roth ira is a guarantee guarantee to be a millionaire not a me a guarantee but people don't do it still why do you want to work to your 70 so i wanted to be a financial advisor because i wanted to help people take care of their money so they could you know pick their kids up from school you know take vacations whenever and wherever they want you know have the house they want do everything and anything they want because listen money isn't everything but it sure as hell helps everything Exactly. And I was going to, I was going to add real quick and then Austin, you can go, um, just kind of our motivation to make money. Like it's kind of like what you were saying, the more money you have, the more you can help people. And I feel like people that have a rich mindset and that want to be successful and make a positive change are the same people that think like that. Like you can say whatever you want about Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, but they have huge corporations that are like helping people all around the world. Like if you wanted to order a package like 30 years ago, it would take like at least like two weeks to get to your house. And now you can get it in like a day. So just the help and the the positive change that entrepreneurs are bringing to the world. That's why Austin and I were like, man, like we're not making that much with gas money right now. We've actually like been putting money into the company just to keep it going. It's really hard to start a tech startup, especially with non-technical founders. But our passion behind it and like the overall potential that it has, if it does succeed and when it does succeed, is so like motivational where there's nothing else that we could see ourselves doing just because the the potential of help that we could have and the potential legacy that we could create is is so amazing so and i'm sure that you're kind of the same way like just making money the more money you make the more money you can invest in yourself invest in other people and it's just kind of like building that empire especially from a young age it's nice to hear that and you know you guys are at the, you know, stages where you guys are going to look back 20 years from now and be like, yeah, it sucked, but, you know, it was worth it. So that's how I look at everything. You know, it's, uh, I was like 10, 20 years down the road. Cause I mean, like, if you look at right now, like it's, it's just, you're, you're never going to be successful. I mean, right now always sucks until you have money. Um, yeah. The one thing I will add on top of all that is, um, I like read this when I was like younger, but it didn't click to me to like, uh, probably like a Two months ago, I had a conversation with someone in real estate. It was um, 
don't know, it was a podcast. Um, it, it, the, if you look at history, the richest people, the wealthiest people to ever live, we helped people in one way, shape, or form. Whether, you know, Jeff Bezos, he provides hundreds and thousands of jobs. You know, we, you know, like you said, you know, instead of two weeks, it's one day. You know, Steve Jobs, I mean, look what we're doing right now. You know, he, he, if you're not on a Mac, you have an iPhone, you know? Um, it just, Elon Musk, I mean, I don't agree with the electric car, but I mean, it's, you know, it's something now, and providing jobs. So, um, but, and when I realized that, that's when I kind of changed my mindset of like, um, like, hey, like, I, I need to get this, you know, the other contract and make money. It's like, no, I need to help this person out of this situation because the people I deal with are usually in a pinch um, for whichever reason. But that's what I realized. If you can help people, you'll be successful. Right. Exactly. And it, it comes down to being genuine, too, because there's plenty of people out there that, you know, they say, oh, you know, this is my goal. I want to help all these people. But realistically, their business model shows that, you know, they're only helping themselves and screwing everybody else. So it's like, that's the biggest thing. And also the more people that we talk to that are, you know, rich or smarter, like you were saying, um, they pick up on that stuff. Like they, they will call you out so quick because you see so many people, especially in the business world that are, I don't know how they do, but they get so far with such a empty mindset and a un, ungenuine personality. And it's in very, very condescending. There's, there's a lot of people that we've met that are extremely condescending. You know, you need to be able to negotiate and sell, but at the same time, you have to have, you know, morals and values too. And that's where the helping people comes in. Um, if you can genuinely feel for the people in the clients that you're helping, you know, that's, that's the best way to be successful because then you're going to be fulfilled in your own life. Um, you're going to, you're going to realize that you actually made a difference. Um, and I guess just to like continue, you know, down this road, like where, where do you see yourself in, you know, the next five, 10 years? Like, obviously you're in school right now. This is your sophomore year, junior year. Um, so I mean, like, you know, College sucks, obviously. In general, school sucks because you're going to learn more. You're going to gain a lot more knowledge when you're actually doing the stuff in the real world and, you know, actually pursuing something. Um, and I mean, just to like go right on there, like how many people, you've probably talked to so many people like this, but like how many people, it's sad to see how many people go to school, especially college, and they think, you know, I'm going to do this for four years and I'm going to be set for a job and a career. Like how, how crazy is that? I don't know if you have anything, you know, on that topic, but it's, it's weird how many people go to school thinking they're just, you know, this is what's going to set me up for a life of, you know, just day to day living and making enough money when it's not like that. <laughs> you know, this is it. Um, I, I had a big mindset shift like recently and it changed my life. Um, and I'm thankful for it. And it part of it was uh, just like realizing that, like, hey, like everybody's different. And um, like I said, like I grew up with my father owning his own business. I mean, he was at all my games, and he, he went on all the vacations. You know, it, if he wanted to be there, the only person that could tell him no was him. 
that's normal to me, you know. Now, if the roles were reversed and I had a parent like that, who knows, you know. Um, but um, what I'm trying to get at here is that not everybody's meant to be great. And, um, you know, that's okay. That's completely okay. Um, the, my my biggest goal, um, and the reason I'm doing all this is so, I, is so that I can have enough money coming in every month for A, I don't have to work, and B, I can take my kids to school every morning. That's really what I want. Be able to take my kids to school every morning, make a breakfast. That's really all I want. And for most people, that's that's not, you know, realistic, you know, because they have a job, they work for somebody. And, but that's completely okay, right? Um, but I see what you're saying. Like for me, like if, you know, go to four years, you know, uh, I'm set for life. No, 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 that's not real for me, but for them it is. And that's completely fine because I mean, I'm going to have people like that in my business one day, you know, working for me and, uh, we need those people. That's what I realized. But to go on, like how people think like that, probably how you were raised, I think. Yeah, definitely comes down to your background. And I guess just to add on to that too, like seems like that's that vision that you have is really powerful and that would be a huge motivator in anybody's position, especially yours, just knowing what you want for the future. Um, so just to kind of get like a little bit deeper, do you like believe in like a law of attraction or like write your goals down or anything or try like manifesting things? Like what's your, what's your mindset about that? I'm always manifesting. Like I, I don't, yeah. like, I, I'm, I, uh, I don't, I am not, I tell people, like, I'm not a very smart person. Um, I'm very, very intelligent and I, I have good vision. I see things very clearly clear to me at least, <laughs> but, um, uh, it's it just, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know what the law of attraction is. Can you explain that to me real quick? Yeah. It's, it's basically along the same lines of manifestation where um, whatever energy you put out is energy returned. So if you think positively about something. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. You're right. hundred percent. Um, that is 100% what I believe in. I always tell myself when something bad is, I think going to happen. I always tell myself, okay, it's going to be completely fine. You know, this is not going to matter 10 years from now. And then I'm like, oh. and then once I reassure myself, I'm like, okay. Um, but and I've always been like this. My parents will tell you, I, I will tell anybody this. I've always looked at the positive side because what the hell is the negative going to do? Please tell me. Please tell me. Why cry over spilled milk? Open it up. It's so, it's, and that's the big thing of like a network. Uh, I mean, your net worth is your network. It's just like something, it's just simple like that. Like if you're on negative people, you're going to be negative. It's just it's just simple math. It's one plus one. Yeah, and to add to what you said too, like the only way, it like like if you think, um, you know, negatively about anything, the only way is backwards. The only it's or or it's gonna keep you right in the same point in your life. And with a positive mindset, the only way is forward. The only way is moving on. The only way is is finding a, a better position in your life or better situation. Um, so I mean we always we actually have a uh, a weekly podcast that we talk for about 20 minutes on different um you know insights that we have and different experiences that we have um and one of them was about uh you know manifestation and keeping yourself in check and keeping yourself aware of like how you're thinking 
Um, and I mean, you know, we're all human, whatever. You're going to have, uh, quote unquote, you know, worse days than your other days. But if you think, you know, positive, if, if you always think, you know, oh man, I feel like shit. Like, I don't want to go to the gym. This day sucks. Like, when is this going to end? Then it's just going to happen again the next day. But if you put yourself in the mindset of, you know, let me, let me change this and I'll change this and I'll do this a little bit better, or I'll, you know, work on this a little bit harder and it's going to have a more positive outcome. I mean, the, the best way to have a positive outcome is to think positively about any situation. Um, so I've always been the same way too. I can really like relate to always thinking about, uh, you know, the, the, the sunnier day or, or the, you know, that the sunshine that's barely peeking through the clouds at certain points in life. Um, so that's, that's a really good trait to have. And I guess to go like kind of back to, you know, your experiences so far at college or even like when you're working, uh, you know, doing wholesale and real estate like that, um, like where have you seen, uh, in the most successful people that you've talked to or, uh, the most intelligent people that you've talked to, even at, you know, college, I bet that you've met some people I'm hoping, uh, that are, that, that look like they have themselves set up. Um, like where do you see that in them? Do you see certain traits and certain attributes that you kind of tried to then put on your life? Like, um, where do you learn from those yeah. people? Yeah. So, uh, just to add in what I'm going to say. So, um, like the people I'm going to talk about are like the kind of person I was like had me 10, 11 months ago. So I, I mean, there's like a bunch of people in my life that I see like, but like I said, like, I guess you could say I, I got a little tunnel vision uh, and, and the fact of positive. Um, I'm all, I'm, I'm always looking at the positive other than when it comes to business, because you have to know your risk, you know, and, and return. Um, but when it comes to people, uh, friendships, and um, just events, I, I'm I'm always looking at okay, what was good, and what can we build off of that? And um, I see a lot of this is what I would define as a potential person. Um, and these are people I've seen at school, people that are very outgoing and can have good at conversation. There's a lot of people like that that I'm friends with, and they don't have shit together. That's fine. Most people don't have their shit together. I mean, I know millionaires, multi-millionaires that, that didn't get their shit together till they were thirty, and they went bankrupt when they were forty. But there's still millionaires. So, like, it, it, and that's what I was saying. Everyone's different. Everyone puts it together all at once. It, Ray cracked the funder McDonald's. Fifty-four. He's fifty-four when he did that. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, but I mean, what I would say, there's some. To be honest with you, now that you say that, there's not really one person that I've really seen like all their shit together. Um, but um, um, uh, there is a lot of people that I know for 100% fact um, will be very successful. Um, they just haven't hit their stride yet. And I don't think I've hit mine either. I just think I'm headed down the right road. But um, I'd say what, to me, I can see someone that's going to be successful. You can talk to me. You can carry in a conversation. With very good uh, body language, and I am—I'm a soul reader. I can—I uh, can t tell a lot about people just by how they look and uh, how, how like they talk. Um, genuineness. Uh, if you're genuine, you'll be successful in anything you do. Anything, because that attracts people. 
Exactly, because people can see right through that, like Austin was saying earlier. And uh, I guess just kind of like add on to that a little bit too, um, just from your point of view, like learning from your mistakes is a big thing that Austin and I are always focused on. I'm sure you're the same way. Like, have there been any like mistakes you've came across that have been life changing or stuff that you've learned from that's helped you a lot? <laughs> My first wholesale deal, um, I was 10 days into doing this. 10 days from like first day of action to like I got a deal on a contract I'm like holy shit like, there's no way and I was about to make $30,000 and it, it was easy it, it was a cakewalk and um but being so inexperienced yeah I, I don't know everything and I sure as hell don't know a lot and uh I got in a situation with a buyer where he wasn't legitimate and uh, I assigned him the contract and uh, he flaked and it turned south on me and uh, I didn't end up closing. I made no money. I actually lost like almost a thousand dollars total. But I, I, you know, but then I, but then I realized, okay, I can either like, you know, be pest, super pest or I can say, okay, I just got, I just paid for a $900 course on how not to do that. Um, and I did. And ever since I've done my best to remove that from my mind, so I started closing deals and I started being actually productive. So, um, and that's when I realized like, there's always going to be another deal. There's always going to be another deal. Hey, you just got to find it. You can't, you can't dwell. I mean, trust me, I would have loved to have $30,000 um, last May, but I don't. So it's, it, it is what it is. I'll make much, much more than that over my lifetime. So it's just, but yeah, it, it, as far as mistakes, um, I'd say failure is the best teacher, um, without question. And, uh, I embrace it now more than ever because I'm like, well, perfect. Now I know we get, like, it's like, a, it's like such like a, I can't come up with the right word, but like, it's such like a good feeling in my brain. Like when I fail, so I'm like, perfect. Now I know exactly not what to do. And uh, I, it happened to me two days ago. I was talking with this guy about a deal. I have a deal right now under contract in, um, uh, Southfield and I'm looking to close soon. And, um, uh, this guy wanted to come out and see it. And, uh, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to give you your price. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I entertain all offers, but I'm just like, you know, I do have interest at that price. He's like, he's like, oh, don't bullshit me. I'm not stupid. And he's like blowing off on me. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I told you to entertain your offer. I'm just telling you there's people interested at that price. So you're wrong. Like people are interested and it's a legitimate price. And, uh, he's like, well, now I'm not going to give you my business. Have a good day. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I don't, I don't bring emotions in the business because that's how you, uh, you know, get out of business. It's just, just, you gotta be strictly just numbers. So I don't care that he did that, but, but then that learned to me, okay, from now on, I'm not going to tell people that there's interest at that part. I'm just going to say, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll entertain your offer. So it's just like, you just gotta take, you gotta take the wins with the losses, man. I swear that's really it. Definitely. And I mean, like you said, it's just that learning process. And I mean, you said it good. You said failure is the best teacher. And we kind of have this quote, uh, no mistakes, life only lessons kind of along those same lines. Like the more failures that you overcome, the the less failures going to have in the future, basically, because first of all, you won't make that same mistake again. And then you'll also be looking more actively to search for ways that you can succeed instead of fail. And I mean, like you said, we, we've kind of learned to embrace failure because with gas money, especially like we've made a ton of like mistakes that have cost us money or that have kind of slowed us down a little bit. 
But each time we make one of those mistakes, we, we kind of step back and look at it and say, okay, where did we go wrong? What can we do to fix this problem? And what can we do to learn from it? So we, we make ourselves better in the future. And almost nine times out of 10, um, if not 100% of the time, it always leads to more learning and, and better outcomes in the future. So it's a, it's a really good theory. Um, but yeah, I guess as we kind of wrap it up a little bit, um, we usually ask this question to our guests at the end of the podcast, and especially in your shoes, you're, you're a junior in college right now. Um, you've kind of been through the whole social situation. You know, you, you're in a frat. You have all of the different experiences that many college students do, um, plus more. And if, you, if there was one piece of advice you could give to a college student or a high school student who wants to do something more with their life um, than just going along the regular pathway, um, what, would that, what would that piece of advice be? Two categories. If your parents have money and you love something, do not go to school. I mean, that's just, I, if you, if your parents have money and you love something, don't go to school. Just do that. Uh, that's one A, one B. If you don't know what you want to do and your parents have money, go to school and just absolutely screw off. Like screw off. Like, like, cause I believe in that stuff. Like, and that is the only reason I go to college is cause my dad couldn't, he couldn't, it just wasn't financially possible. He had to take care of his family, um, like his brothers and and all. He's provided a lifestyle for me where he wants me to do that because he couldn't. And it's fun. I mean, it's fun. Like, don't get me wrong. If I didn't go to college and use these, these four years to build my business, I'd be way more successful right now than I will be later. But I mean... You only get to do this once, and I'd rather say I did it and got to share these experiences and still be successful, as successful, than not doing this and say I never did it. Because there's stuff here that I'm going to do that's just absolutely stupid. Stupid. It's stuff that you shouldn't be doing, but I, I'm, I'm going to do it anyways because I can right now, and I can get away with it. So I guess my advice is just, you know, if you truly, 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 truly love something, go all in go for it you can always go to college but if you're unsure what you want to do go to college and just figure it out but most importantly have fun i i swear to god it's the best thing i can add. i'd say to you. i mean like i i only go out once a week now but that's because i'm so busy right now it's just, it just doesn't make sense to go out more than one day but um uh i'd say truly if you love something go all in all in no school all in but if you don't know what you want to do go to college for sure and just figure it out. And just, but most importantly, meet people. You've got to meet people. I like that a lot. That's that's probably something that, you know, those two perspectives are great to have because, you know, like you said, it's it's difficult at that time for you to really find something that you truly believe in and you truly love. You know, I've met countless people that, you know, they just don't know what's going on. They're just living. And that's fine. Like you said, that's that's completely fine. Figure it out meet people and that's how you're going, you know, try different jobs, experience different things in life. And that's how you're going to figure it out. But for the small amount of people that, you know, have figured that out before college, you know, in high school, or maybe, you know, right at the beginning of college, kind of like what I did, I dropped out after my freshman year. Um, cause I figured that out at that time. So like you said, you got to go all in. I mean, that's the only way. Um, cause you're, you're a part of a very small percent of people that have figured it out at, at a young age. So be that small percent for the rest of your life that that figured it out. Um, so yeah, man, that, thanks for that advice. That was really solid. And uh, thanks for coming on too. And I guess just to wrap it up, do you have any other thoughts or Rob, any other thoughts? 
Yeah, I, I mean, that was a good podcast. Jacob, if you had anything else to say, I'll go for it. But Marina, I really appreciate you guys having me out. It was actually pretty cool. Um, first one, so looking forward to more. But um, uh, if, 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 if anybody knows anyone's looking to sell a house, you can uh, call or text me at 248-296-9132, and I'll pay you a $500 referral fee if I buy it. So just uh, keep that in mind for the viewers. Awesome. Well, hopefully we'll have you gone again in like a year or two and you'll be making a ton of money from wholesaling. But yeah, thanks for coming on, man. It was a good podcast. And as we always say at the end of our podcast, go get that gas money.